and uh, welcome to the Phantom Zone uh, After Dark uh, Marvel Edition. Joining me this week uh, is uh, an eclectic cast, as it were. <laughs> That's very funny, yeah. Um, uh, guest uh, Eric Sayor. Hello. Uh, usual member, Hunter Davenport. It's me, ya boy. The scrolls are invading. <laughs> and uh returning from uh somewhere in the in the in the sea, uh in the ocean exploring uh Alan Mir. You know, when you think about it, George Lucas was not that bad of a guy. No, not that. Uh alright. Uh <laughs> so yeah, this is uh this is your canned intro. <laughs> after dark. After dark, yay, we're in an after dark thing. <laughs> Maybe, possibly, if I decide to cut this episode in half. Um, so, first thing is, uh, Black Panther is going for an Oscar campaign, I guess. Um, which is a thing that nobody is surprised by. Um, yeah, I mean, go ahead. Like, I, I'm not I'm not saying that it, it's, like, the best picture or anything, but, like, I don't have a problem with it doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it was on. better than at least three uh, Best Picture nominees from last year. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mark Miller, <laughs> Miller is is predicting that it's or predicting or saying that it's going to do better than Infinity War. Well, I mean, what does Mark Miller know? Well, it's Mark Millar. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Eric is uh, Eric uh, calling some people out. Uh, you should uh, listen to uh, our post and pre-Oscar show to to know what he's talking about. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. Black Panther. Oh, that that was a good episode, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Um, with everything <laughs> that happened this at this Oscars, with Shape of Water winning, with Get Out winning. And with Logan not winning, but getting nominated, um, I think there's a lot of momentum behind Black Panther. As long if Disney really is going to be putting the energy behind, you know, actually doing a, an awards campaign for it, and like putting in the effort, I, I definitely see. I definitely see it. I can definitely see how this could possibly like win Best Picture if they really put the work in. At the hmm. least, best original screenplay or best director, um, definitely, and uh, best supporting for Michael B. Jordan, or maybe even best actor for Michael B. Jordan. Uh, oh, I think please. is a lock. What about best director for uh, Ryan Coogler? Yeah, I said that. <laughs> I said that, Alan. <laughs> yeah, I think best director is harder because they all there are only five, but you can get up to ten best picture, mm-hmm. and that's a category. I, I think. I think it could be nominated very much, yeah. considering what we've seen in recent years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't yeah. someone didn't someone recently come out and say that, like someone like important in the comic book industry, say that I, either the comics or movie industry say that it, it could be the first superhero movie to be nominated? No, well, no, it's not the first thing to one to be nominated for anything, but it would it definitely no, no, for best. For best picture, um, yeah, no, it might be the first one for best picture. It's the first one. It's the first one where people thought it should be, where it probably will. Like, I don't think it's. 
I mean, again, the problem is it's March when we're recording this. Um, yeah. If me and Eric had been doing the podcast last March and we did predictions about what we think will be nominated for Oscars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'd have said Get Out. Yeah, not, not at all. Like, we probably, we might have said Shape of Water, but there wasn't even a trailer out yet. Um, it was just a plot synopsis, and there was an interview with Doug Jones, in which Doug Jones said that it might win an Oscar, which <laughs> doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Uh, good job, I mean, Doug I tr- Jones. I mean, I trust, I trust Doug Jones. I trust him too, but I don't know if he's a, I don't know if he's a reliable uh, uh, source, right? A, uh, a predictor of Hollywood, as it were, uh, an oracle <laughs> of Hollywood. Um, so yeah, I don't uh, know. Can I, can, can I please quote uh, something that Emmett said in his Oscars video? Sure. <laughs> he said it's just like. I don't know if I'm, if I'm not I'm, I'm not really in it for this. I mean, is she really going to fuck a fish? <laughs> or is she really going to fuck that fish? Hell yeah. She fucked yeah. that fish, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. I, I definitely... The one place where I'm like, this is going to get nominated, and this could probably win, is the best original screenplay. I feel like that's a, that's a gimme, because... Logan was nominated for best adapted uh, adapted screenplay. screenplay yeah. Um, yeah. And this actually, this could actually, this could get either one technically, um, depending on what they go out for. Um, and uh, anybody who listened to our show knows, I was I, I had feelings about the best yeah. adapted screenplay, <laughs> um, and I definitely think that if there's one that's gonna win, it's this one. It, uh, just because. It's not just a superhero movie, as we talked about in our review. There's so much more to it. And with, you know, Oscar so white in the last couple of years, and and sort of how the Oscars is very much trying to modernize itself and be... Yeah, the the Academy members are getting younger and less white, mm-hmm. so that's a, a big a factor why Get Out got nominated and won... Even one uh, screenplay. Yeah, definitely. So it I, means people are getting woke. Yeah. yeah yes. Yes. To, <laughs> to say the least, they are definitely. Oh God! I feel terrible using that word. Alan, you know what? It was funny because of the way that you said it, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> but no, like, yeah, that's. I could definitely see it winning that. And again, I think, I think Michael B. Jordan, at this point, he he definitely gets nominated for something. Um, but again, like. We have he no idea. It. Yeah, we have no idea what's going to come out. Um, but then again, like you know, if uh, if a Gary Oldman equivalent gets nominated next year um, at the same level of performance, and Michael B. Jordan doesn't, um, I'll be a little bit <laughs> perturbed. To say we'll, the least. we'll talk about it angrily on our podcast. Yes, look for that in a year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, th- th- that'll be fun. Um, okay, uh, any last thoughts on the Black Panther thing? Uh... Um, no, I think whatever it gets, I mean, if it even gets in, if even if it's nominated, that's something. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's something I... huge, at least for MCU movies. Yeah. Like, it's huge. Because nobody has ever been saying <laughs> that the MCU movies will be Oscar nominated. Like, I think the closest I ever got to thinking, oh, they... <clears throat> 
should definitely get nominated and they could win is Winter Soldier. Like, yeah, that's the year where I remember thinking, if this doesn't get nominated or Guardians doesn't get nominated, I'll be disappointed because I honestly think 2014 is the strongest year in the history of the MCU. Like, oh no, no doubt, no doubt, it is. Like, like, like none of the years if you're just going film by film and the consistency of the quality of those films, no other year matches at all. So, like, that's the last time I can think of where one of these movies could have been nominated and I would have been like, yeah, totally, why not? Um, and I think that this is, this is stronger than that film. So I, I don't see why it wouldn't at least get some sort of nomination. Um, so, yeah, moving on from one... Black oh, superhero. Wait, one one last thing before we move on. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead, bud. If this doesn't win, well, that's 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 slow down. It needs to be nominated first. <laughs> okay, if it's not nominated, then the people who are deciding this. She should be forced to watch Doctor Strange a hundred times <laughs> in a row. <laughs> no, that's 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 way overkill. I, I wouldn't wish that on, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, but no, like here's the thing, and I, we talked about this on the Oscar episode a little bit. If they don't campaign for it, it doesn't matter. Um, the only reason this is a story is because. Disney has already basically said, yeah, we're going to campaign for this. We are going to do a full Oscar campaign for this movie, which means sending out screeners, putting the movie back in theaters, putting up posters all over Hollywood saying, for your consideration, Black Panther. Hell yeah. Which is how these things happen. Like, if your movie doesn't have those for your considerations banners up, it doesn't get nominated. Like, Get Out, I'm sure if you lived in Hollywood, there were banners all over for Get Out. Um, and any movie that gets an Oscar campaign. So if you don't... So what happens a lot of times is that the studios, they don't have the money for that campaign. Or they just don't want to spend it on that. The only reason Sicario didn't get an Oscar campaign is because the movie made enough money. And the studio behind it didn't feel the need to make more money or to spend more money and get it into the Oscars. I mean, That's the only reason why. The the best Metal Gear movie that will ever be made, <laughs> Sicario. That's fair. Uh, so yeah, like, these things, they're all about money, believe it or not. The Oscars <laughs> is a money-making thing. Um, but also for them, it's like, we made one of the best superhero movies and we're going to make sure that you know it. Um, so I think that that's part of their thinking, and also like, if we're they gonna can... let WB know we right. did it, and if they can re-release it next February <laughs> and conquer the box office again with the same movie two years in a row, um, you they bet that they're gonna do it. Um, because here's the thing: I'll see it again if it gets a re-release. If it gets a full theatrical re-release, I'll go. I'm I'm in. Um, so yeah, that, that'll be interesting. Um, all right, again, before my segue was, uh, interrupted, 
going from one black superhero to another black superhero in the Marvel Universe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cat hold woman. on, hold on. Before you, before you start this, I know I'm interrupting, but did you see that Spawn's filming in spring? I don't believe it, though. That's the I, thing. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> I don't think it's real. Um, I think they're lying to me. I think Todd McFarlane is... He's he's writing checks, and he's, he's telling the cast to be there, but they're not actually filming anything. There's no cast. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. No, no. John Leguizamo, he'll, be, he'll show up. Oh, God damn it. Be if John Leguizamo sure. shows up... Oh, God. He's gonna be Spawn. Oh. Oh, my... <laughs> Oh, the articles about <laughs> about changing his race. Oh, so many of them. Um, okay. Uh, Black... Okay. Black Panther, blah, 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 segue, whatever. Um, uh, so, uh, shortly after Jessica Jones came out, or I think the day of, maybe the day before, um, uh, the Luke Cage Twitter tweeted out a video um, announcing the release date, which is going to be June twenty second. Which <sighs> Marvel, <laughs> you're killing us. You're, you're Stop, really please. killing us. <laughs> We're still going to be reviewing Supergirl at, the, at that point. No, <laughs> I mean at that point I'll welcome Luke Cage. Yeah, probably same. I'll be like, thank God and. <laughs> We're going to be doing a pilot review of Cloak and Dagger. I will force this. I will make I, this watch, happen. I will. I will. I, I, I heard the first reviews of that are actually really good. Oh, the, hey, it, it, yeah, it, look at that. It screened guys. today at South by Southwest, and I think it's they it got really good reviews. God damn it! Thank you, Eric. <laughs> this is why you're here. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna hate it. I think you're just preemptively hating it because you can. Um, yeah, that too. <laughs> can we hate it so we don't have to watch it? No, we're gonna do a pilot review because why I not? I mean, that's I mean for the rest of the series. <laughs> I mean, if the pilot is good, that's how you. That's why you do a pilot review, <laughs> so you can decide. Um, but yeah, um, Luke Cage is coming out uh, June twenty second. This is why it's in the speed round. I didn't expect the Oscar campaign thing to, to last that long. Um, <laughs> but no, like it's. It's coming out very soon. Um, and so, yeah, that's the thing, I guess. Um, I'm excited for it. Um, I'm excited to see what they do, uh, knowing the criticisms of Luke Cage, season one. And also, they've had a lot of time. Uh, they had the time of you know waiting Whole for Defenders to end. Yeah, and so I feel like the second season, if it improves on the first season in the same way that Daredevil season two improved on season one... And that Jessica Jones season two improves on season one. I think that Luke Cage season two could be really, really great. Yeah, it, it does have the same uh, showrunner. Contrary to Daredevil, for each season it's a different or right. different pair of showrunners. So yeah. I think there's a lot of chance for improvement, like for like in Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and um, it does it does bring the question when Daredevil will come out? Because I was I was forecasting like. December, November, um, assuming that Luke Cage would come out August like Defenders did. Um, the, this is our second year of having three of these shows in the same year, presumably. Um, so I, I wanted to, if anybody has any takes on when they think Daredevil will come out, because I think at this point it's probably mid-October, maybe September. I think 
I'm gonna I'm gonna guess November, um, around that time, um, because I feel like they stretch these out so far out. Like... They do, but like, because remember, Punisher, they moved it because of the Las Vegas shooting. Oh yeah, um, that, I forgot about that. Yeah, right. so it was gonna be like October first, uh, or something like that, because uh, New York Comic Con was happening, and they were gonna like they they were gonna do their panel, and then they were gonna be like at the end of the panel, and you can watch it all right now, and and that was their whole thing, and it was gonna be like, and they were like, no, we can't yeah, do that, <laughs> we can't do that. Like a dude, kind of like just shot a bunch of people in Vegas. Um, Kind of like Frank Castle, so can't we can't uh, can't put the show out yet. Um, and I'm glad that out of respect for the victims that they did sort of yeah, that's a, a good thing they did. Um, so yeah, like that was fairly close, like August 18th to October 5th or first of the fifth. I can't remember. Um, that's fairly close. So I could definitely see them going for September or even. The same day that they released Defenders last year, um, but I, I don't know. Um, we'll see. Uh, I my guess for Daredevil being October though comes from the fact that um, October last year Daredevil account the account put out a thing that said I'm fine guys or whatever, <laughs> and then it it was like an invitation to uh, Matt Murdock's funeral um, with like a line from the bible or something uh something 25 26 or whatever so but it was that tweet came out october 16th so my guess which is about mid-october of that of last year so mid-october this yeah. year seems like a good bet to me um, did you see who's uh show running the next season uh eric olsen he did he work on arrow season three? Oh. Hmm. That's a few episodes of that. Oh wait, so they changed the showrunner for Daredevil? I yeah. did not know that. E- e- yeah, each season has a different showrunner, and the new one is yeah, Eric Olson. Hmm. I'm unsure how to feel about that because you said Darede- you it's... said Arrow season three, and I. <laughs> that's not good. That's <laughs> that's depending on what episodes he wrote. That's either very good or that's very bad. Um, huh, that's interesting. New showrunner taking over from Douglas Petrie and Marco Ramirez. Okay. Um, yeah, okay, that's... I have to think about that for a long time now. <laughs> and consider what that <laughs> Sit means. On that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to react to that. Um, that's a kind of... That's a... That's a... That's a blow to my <laughs> to my headspace right now. Okay, um, so yeah, we'll just keep on with sort of the Netflix Marvel. Um, so, uh, Kristen Ritter was in an, in, was in an interview, um, and she basically said she doesn't know if there's going to be a Defenders Season 2. Um, and you know what? I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Because, like, well, here's the thing. Uh... I kind of like that, that that group was so dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. There's like the thought that they might not do that again. Like, kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. My, my thing is this: if you're not going to do a show that is designated time where these characters have to cross over, you need to have them cross over in their own shows more. 
That's yeah, like, I agree with that. I you, agree with that. You do one or the other. You either have a designated show where this is the big crossover time, or Danny Rand is in like half of Luke Cage. Like that's just that's just how it is. And Luke not showing up in this season of Jessica Jones made sense. But he should be in a good chunk of whatever Jessica Jones season three is. And mm-hmm. when Matt Murdock comes back from the dead in Daredevil season three, um, if in the next seasons they don't react to the fact that he is alive, um, that will be what the fuck's the point? Yeah, yeah like exactly. Like there's no point in having these things ever be connected. Like, and and that's another thing. I've had a problem with the fact that. These shows didn't really feel as connected as even the mainline MCU. Um, you know, like, you have Turk Bennett and you have Claire Temple, but even they don't really connect things as much as you would probably like. Um, like it's, well, uh, Rosario Dawson is going to be in season two of Luke Cage. Yeah, like, she's, she's connecting fiber, but, like, you want more? <laughs> like... When she, well, Foggy's kind of become that too. Yeah, like, yeah, he's definitely becoming that. And Hogarth and Foggy are sort of acting like that, but it's really all the side characters that connect things. Again, like aside from Luke being in half of Jessica Jones season one, there hasn't been much crossover between these characters no. up until the designated crossover show. Um, you know, like there was a rumor that Danny was going to be introduced in Luke Cage. That was something I was very into because we didn't, we hadn't seen Iron Fist yet, and getting an idea of how Danny would act in Luke Cage. And I kind of wish they did that. Yeah, kind of. Like, it might have helped a little bit. Um, there was a little bit of an establishment of his character going forward, and, and again, like we already know, Danny is gonna be in Luke Cage season two, like yeah. a good chunk, which I'm excited about because. Here's fire. And also, like, if you go through his entire time in the Netflix MCU so far, his best stuff is the stuff with Luke Cage. The Defenders mm-hmm. is his best stuff. <laughs> it's his best work. <laughs> That's the golden nuggets of uh, Danny um, as a character and his interactions with Luke. So him being in Luke Cage is like, well, we're definitely going to get the best version of Danny then, which I'm fine with. Um yeah me too huh yeah like so yeah i guess that's my thing it's like if you're not gonna do the designated crossover show these characters better interact with each other a fuck ton in their individual shows um like that's just how it should be from going on because again like i started to get more invested in these characters as i learned more that in the comics these four characters are super interconnected like I mean, Luke and Jess have a kid. Um, it's either Danny or Matt is the stepfather, or not stepfather, godfather to that kid. Um, all these, like, little things where it's like, these characters know each other and they have a very strong relationship. The moment, one of the few times, one of the many times, where Matt has been outed as Daredevil in the comics the two people he hired as his bodyguard were Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Um, so, and even Iron Fist becomes Daredevil like yeah. a couple times. Like these and four, based on the end, based on the uh, ending of Defenders. Yeah, that might happen. That might that might Which... happen again. Like <laughs> so, so like these are four characters that I really want to see interact. Um, 
So I hope that that's what they do. If they're not going to do designated shows for that, um, yeah. So yeah, I guess that's that's pretty cut and dry. Eric, do you have any takes on this? I guess. Yeah. Cause... I think uh, I do like the idea of like Luke Cage and Iron Fist and Daredevil interacting, but I feel Jessica Jones works best by herself. Even in that, uh, like I can see her like being on the Luke Cage show and uh-huh. yeah, but I think the the her in her own show works the best for me. I here's the thing. I agree with that. I, and for me, really, it's just I want Luke and yeah. Matt to make cameos, and I do want them to not have not verbatim do the storyline from the books, but like I want to see them and their kid. I want that. I want Matt, that storyline. Yes. Matt Murdock returning from the dead but, should be a big fucking deal. Like, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's another thing. It's like, but that said, I don't want Luke don't and Jessica want, to have their kid in like season three. I want that to be a thing that's a little bit down the line. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like a season five of Jessica Jones uh, thing, maybe. You know, after a couple of years, yeah. after they've sort of come back together and decided to maybe be official in some way. Um, after they take down the hand again. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. No, I, uh, no thanks. I said this when we did the Defenders. The Foot Clan. <laughs> and I'm going to say it again. I just want some represent. I just want some something from. I, you know. Iron I, Fist, Power Man and Iron Fist. I think they will down the road do Heroes yeah. for Hire as like a show. Yeah, I think they like, will too. That makes sense. Because I, like, I think, especially if Iron Fist, if Iron Fist Season 2 is not an improvement over Iron Fist Season <laughs> 1. Oh no. Which feels like, it feels like it's hard for it not to be. But let's I mean, just I say th- that it is. <laughs> Uh, it's not an upward, bu- it's not an uphill battle. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> Fair. Um, if it isn't, or if it even just isn't successful because Iron Fist season one poisoned the well, which I would one hundred percent understand. Uh, if it did so, um, I could understand them doing Heroes for Hire instead um, of another season of Iron Fist. I have good news for you. Uh, the new showrunner for Iron Fist is the writer of 2005 movie Elektra. I know this. So when he was announced as the showrunner, I didn't realize that. But then I looked that up. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I don't know if this is better or not. <laughs> and also, why is this person involved with this universe? God damn it, Ike. It is his first writing credit, so I'll, I'll give him, like, maybe he got better. Right, right. He's he wrote had... a bunch of, like, Sleepy Hollow, which I heard oh, is pretty good. I've heard Sleepy that Hollow shows... Okay. Yeah, I've heard that wait, shows wait, wait, good. Wait. Which season? Two, starting with season two. Okay. Season three, they changed things up, and then it got canceled. So. All right, so so season two is... We can assume it's a good season, then. Okay, that's, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's the last of the M, uh, the Netflix Marvel Universe stuff. Uh, so we have two last stories. Um, that's just okay. Do we want the Liefeld story or do we want New Mutants first? Uh, let's get Liefeld out of the way. All right, Netflix announced 
It is okay. going to be no, producing. Uh -uh. No, nope. <laughs> I don't like this already. I guess I guess Liefeld is the is the right thing to follow. Netflix is producing an extreme verse. Uh, no mm, series or for. movies. Um, so I know nothing about the extreme verse <laughs> other than it's drawn by Rob it's, Liefeld. It's bad. I can tell you that. Connor's <laughs> not lying. <laughs> Rob Liefeld is the Antichrist. Well, no. Okay. So here's the thing. I will say this: Rob Liefeld has been rightfully called a hack when it comes to some of his art. Because like, they're not wrong. Well, because some of it's like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Why does Captain America have boobs? <laughs> Who okay this? But then you look at some of his... I think what happened is that as he kept on going, uh, the, old, the older Rob Liefeld, the more recent the art, the worse it is. But if you go farther back, some of it's better, definitely. It's it's passable when he's drawing cable, I think, mm -hmm. for the most part. And so, like, some of it's not even ridiculous. Some of it's like that's fine, like that's, that's good enough. That's that's it's passable, right? I'd say. Have and you I guys will... have any oh. guys read The Infinite? No, we don't care. Uh -huh. It's a book that he and and uh, Robert Kirkman did. Okay, well, I'm against that already, even though I like. No, nope, hate that. That's bad. Um. um no, I no, this I feel that this he's very passionate about the industry that he works in, right? And it's it's good. I like that. And he's he's a very polite guy. Also, if you've ever watched an interview with him, like he seems like a genuinely cool dude. But everything I've heard about the Extreme Verse says that it's the most late '90s comic book bullshit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like it's just the worst parts of the '90s where it's like I'm everything's sure extreme. A yeah, and like Death Strike or something like that. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, unless they're taking, unless whoever they hired to write the show, kind of takes a sarcastic look at it in a way. Like, yeah, if oh it's my a God, comedy a, instead of a, a satire would be great. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's the designs, but they're making fun of the designs. That would be interesting, I think. Um, Man, I got nothing to put in the, all these pouches. Right, like. <laughs> Like, they comment on how anatomically incorrect their bodies are and things like that. You know, like, why would a woman be shaped like this? Yeah. Why Why am I in this? Why do I look like this? Uh, things like why that. Why can't would be I put my arms down? <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that would be interesting. But if it's just like a straight, serious adapt adaptation, I'm like, no thanks. I'm good. Give me that Mark Miller stuff that you're working on, because that at least, I can see the hope in that. But this is just, no, I'm good. Um, and if you don't know just, who Rob Liefeld is, go look it up. And stuff is... Yeah, I just realized it's not a series, a TV series, it's a series of movies oh. in a cinematic universe. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't, I wasn't sure, but... That's I, wonder I... What, I wonder what's going to be worse. They're... Uh, their live action uh, anime adaptations or this? Mm, I don't know. I, we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. I, I hope I hope they go more for our idea of like let's not maybe take it seriously because it, any if you're gonna adapt something from the '90s and you take it seriously.
you're all you already got it wrong. Um, if you're gonna do Duke Nukem and you're just gonna take it seriously, um, you fucked up first off by choosing Duke yeah. Nukem. Yep. But if that's you're, your first mistake. But if you're not gonna like update it in some way and like comment on how dumb it is, um, why even do if, it? For example, if they made a if let's say that Duke Nukem movie comes out and it's about him being a washed up loser who just like who sucks, right. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I'd be into that. And it's making fun of him the entire time. It's just yeah. shitting on the idea of Duke Nukem. That would be interesting. Um, if it's not that... Sly would make a good um, Duke Nukem. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Just some aging geriatric fuck in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's the extreme verse thing. Uh, so, yeah. All right, uh... From Ross. the <laughs> more good news, it's from the producer. I think of the Dark Tower, some Transformers. That's not good. Batman and Robin. I'm against this. I'm so against this, on every level. I'm. So... <laughs> um, okay. I guess they wanted to do something good finally after Bright. <laughs> Okay, uh, I okay. I didn't hate Bright, but still. Uh, uh, um, uh, go away, just go. Max Landis, go away. Uh, um, okay, uh, final story. This one could be good, it could be bad. Um, I, didn't, I know nothing about the New Mutants, so I don't know whether to be excited about this story or not. But um, New Mutants may be adding Warlock. Um which is a character from the books, uh, they're definitely adding a new character. That's been confirmed. Um, I was unsure, though, if they were adding Warlock or not. And Warlock, for those who don't know, he's basically like a cyber-mechanical, cyber-biological alien I, mutant also. Is that sort of accurate for those on... Who, uh, uh, uh... Oh shit! Is there because he? Oh no, his best friend Cipher. Warlock is kind of like a like a alien, cyber organic being. Okay, so like he's an extraterrestrial immune slash technarchy. Yes. So he's kind of like he's from um, So I'm trying to think of like a good. There's nothing. Here's the thing. He's a character who's very unique from everything yes, he I've is. heard. Like, there's not very many characters like that. Like, he's maybe... He's kind of Borg-ish, almost. He's kind of uh, like... He reminds me of, um... There was, like, a... Re- I can't believe I'm, I'm bringing this back to this. There was, like, a rejected kind of, like, Godzilla monster who was like him, who was just, like, made of a bunch of junk. Oh, uh, Hidora, right? Yeah, it, it's like Hidora. It was, like... It was supposed to be, like... Godzilla, but just made out of metals and shit. Uh huh. Um, but like, he's kind of just like this being who exists out of like metal. Mm. Okay. So yeah, he's like a he's a very he's a very weird concept um, to put on screen. Um, and if you look up like art of Warlock, he's a very crazy design. Like yeah. Um, and I, I'm very interested to see how they translate that to live action and how he fits 
into the tone of the movie, well, at least the version of the movie that was going to be coming out, like, like next week or something like that. It was supposed to be. <laughs> uh, oh, no. It was, or, like, I don't know, was it wasn't next month. I can't remember. Um, wow, that's really close, actually. Yeah, but I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how that design fits into the movie that we know from the trailer. Um, but yeah. I mean, it, it'll be horrifying, probably. Probably, like, I, yeah, well, it'll be interesting. If you look, he's he was created by Bill, uh, Chris Claremont and Bill Sienkiewicz, right? Who, who also created Legion, right? But Legion is. Legion is very easy to translate on screen. No, uh, no, I mean character design. Right? Yeah, like, okay. But the way, like the way he, the way Legion looks, and the way he, they did, right? The way he did it in the comics and on Legion, very different. Right. I feel like so they, they could stick do. To it they a could do. This. Yeah. Because well, what do I know? But but I mean we'll see. But like. Even like what I've seen so far, they're sticking to the designs of these characters mostly, at least what their like civilian look is, kind of. Um, um Matt Boone is directing the movie, right? Yes, Josh Josh, Josh Boone. Josh, Josh Boone. Yes, director of um uh, Fault in Our Stars. Yeah, Fault in Our Stars, yeah, that's right. Oh. What a weird like jump. Yeah, 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 and he's been working on uh, the stand for like forever. Um, oh, really? Yeah, oh, like that's a that's also an interesting choice. Okay, that's yeah. a ring endorsement, the honor. Yeah. Um. Well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. But yeah, like I'm I'm interested to see how this works, and if this is why they pushed it back a year, I get it. Like, this makes more sense to me actually than their initial story, which was they're trying to make it scarier. Um, although this may think, be yeah, part yeah, of that's, that. That's, yeah, probably. Also, it could be that they have a lot on their plate right now, superhero-wise, and they don't want to clog the market. That's true. That's I mean, very true. Um, adding a new character to Nemeans kind of scares me a little bit. It, it's like... Yeah. Yeah, well, it does. An issue he's, team, though. He's, he's nebulous enough where he doesn't really have to be a character, if that makes sense. Or he could just be like a presence, right? I, yeah, I see what you mean. Um, I'm interested to see how this works out, and maybe I wouldn't be surprised because the character seems like a character who could maybe start out as an antagonist and maybe become a protagonist at some point. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they're maybe changing the plot of the movie a little bit. Um, and maybe turning him into the antagonist of the movie. Because um, maybe as an antagonist, he fits more with what they've sort of set up in previous X-Men movies. I can definitely see that. Um, yeah, his his design can be fit, can be kind of retrofitted to to fit horror. Right. Yes. I mean, there, there are like panels. I've seen a warlock where he looks terrifying. Like, mm-hmm. he's just this cloud of metal essentially just like he's not he looks like a Friday night five night at freddy's characters at some point like he's got that's, that weird like that's but that's very accurate yeah <laughs> from everything that i've seen yes um so yeah I, I don't know i'm i'm curious to see how this works i'm definitely less cautious about new mutants because again like the whole horror thing that was 
that felt kind of like really you need to make it scarier like 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 please don't like like <laughs> it came out and nobody was like we need to make this scarier well except for me i, I thought it could have been a little bit scarier but that's that's me mm, I don't um, me too <laughs> Uh, but well, like, you guys, the, you guys didn't uh, like the loud bangs whenever Pennywise would come, would be on screen. I don't know. I didn't think the flute lady was that scary, to be honest. The flute lady was terrifying. Shut your mouth. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, like, um, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't really get that. I never really got the that's make it scarier argument. But I can definitely see them saying. There's something missing here, and that's add this character because maybe maybe this movie will work better with yeah. this character. It, yeah, they probably did test showings and it got bad results, or at mm-hmm. least not what they wanted tone wise. So yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, so yeah, that's those are the stories. Unless something happened since Friday when I picked the stories. Um, that I do want to. I, I do want to bring this up that test screenings of uh, Godzilla King of All Monsters came out. Oh, and apparently it's very positive. That's good. That's oh, very good. The the, the uh, special effects aren't done, but they said that the monster fights, like what they shown, are actually pretty good. Which is like, <laughs> yes, yes. I, I'm so. Please happy. tell me it's it's practical when it comes to the monsters. No, it's no. not. Alan. 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 <laughs> okay. Did Did you guys see the the Shazam set photos? <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> I, I didn't put it on the news just because, but like, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious to see what happens with that. Um, that. That's the thing they're making. And I, I, I didn't think that was a movie that existed actually until that moment. Mm-hmm. Why I, do you think uh, Zachary Levi's? Uh, why do you think um, what's his face got killed off so quickly? And there's Thor Ragnarok. There is a great, there's a great Photoshop of a uh, Zachary Levi with a mustache. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's really good. It's, I love it. I, here's the thing: I, what we're seeing is set photos, right? So we don't know how it's going to look in the movie. I mean, um, I'm sure there, there's effects on him, right? <laughs> like, but I'm, I'm sure curious be because, it, like, it looks honestly, it looks like something we would see on the CW. Like the the quality it of the looks, costume is better. It looks like a like a like a, a early two thousands costume kind of. It, it it does as well. It also looks like that, but like it feels like something that we would see on the Flash or yeah or on Legends. Like in terms of well, just like its design and like the feel. Well, of is it. that a good or a bad thing? That's the like, thing. Because Nate has a better costume. Because we've been saying for a long time, like. We want the DC movies to be brighter and lighter, but is this what we want? <laughs> now I don't know. Shazam and Santa's Village. Is this really what we wanted? Are we honestly? What, what I want out of the DC universe is like make a good movie, and then I'm like, I'll be ah, uh, that's what. I Right. Just give me something to grab. Like Wonder Woman was good, and we got Justice League, and I, I feel like there's nothing left. Right. <laughs> like just, just maybe make the movie cut. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's like that is the whole thing. Like, I don't care if the movie looks gray and dark and bleak. Yes, I, that's not my favorite look anymore. But if you make a good movie, I won't care. 
Yeah, I don't care if Superman kill, kills like five people. Just make it make it good. make it make sense. <laughs> yeah, like Superman can snap Zod's neck all he wants. Uh, here's the thing: I, I've defended that movie on many occasions, but just don't have him be a secret uh, objectivist. Um, because <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and uh, don't kill Jonathan Kent with a tornado. Um, well, I mean, he kind of deserved it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He had it coming. But like, it's like just make make the movie good, and we will not care about the aesthetic. Aesthetic is one of the last things I care about. <laughs> I mean, you, there's there's a, there is a um, argument to be made that making a DC movie that's kind of like dark and gritty that could be interesting right but like it has to be interesting that's, right. that's the whole point like and, and as a counterpoint to marvel having one universe be slightly darker that's fine like i i prefer variety sure but if your movie's crap if most of your movies have been meh to uh just slightly below good then you're doing something wrong and you're focusing you're doing, more on other things that don't matter you're doing it you're doing a disservice to your property too right like yeah and like we said you're poisoning the water like there's a reason why you know we, we talked about the potential of Warner brother being Warner brothers being broken up into smaller companies and then sold off there's a reason why there's a potential that there will be studios that will just buy superman and buy batman and then just the rest of them will be thrown away because those are the only two characters that you can make forever, that you can do things with forever, and that they're kind of immortal from any sort of poisoning of the well. There's Batman. There's a point where Aquaman, where the Flash, where Cyborg, they become where the possibility of those characters being unusable in future films. They becomes a real possibility. Namor is in, right? Po- yeah, possibly. See, yeah, like stop poisoning the well for yourself. But I don't know. Like we have to wait for Shazam to come out. Um, but I really don't know what to make of the movie based off of these pictures, uh, because they're so confusing. <laughs> if, if, you, if you make a Justice League movie, and on this show we're like depressed about it, like. We mm-hmm. should, like, we like it, the alternate universe. Someone has made a Justice League movie that is so good. We have an episode about it every year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes, definitely. Like, yeah. Imagine how much money they would have made if they were like, let's just make it good. Well, like, uh, and on the same point, like, there's no reason. No reason. And I've said this before. There's no reason Batman versus Superman shouldn't have made 1.5 billion dollars. Yeah, there's no reason why it should not have. There's no reason. Like, it's Batman and it's Superman. And and they're fighting. They're, like, they're the two most iconic characters in all of comics. Period. Like, it's not a question. Like, Like, next is Spider-Man, as I've said, and then Wonder Woman, and then maybe recently Iron Man and Wolverine. Then... Yeah, I, I I do have a question though. Yeah, issue with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, here we go. Um, but yeah, like uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This was a nice little DC tangent brought on by Zachary Levi in that costume. 
Um, and regardless of anything, he pulls it off, I guess. Like, he looks... He looks... Good, he looks huge. I guess. Yeah. He he's definitely fits the part, so... Good on him. You look like you snapped all of us in half. Really. Probably. Most likely. I heard you were talking shit again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, like, he does look like he has, like, that sort of boyish thing that we were talking about, you know, where he's he's supposed to be, like, a 12-year-old boy in a grown man's body. So that's something that... I, I don't know. I don't know if you can tell that from set pictures, but it seems like he fits, so... Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, alright, uh, so that's, uh, again, uh, I I don't think there's any news that I missed, uh, uh, if there is, uh, don't tell me on Twitter, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care whatsoever. You can tell me, and um, I'll probably snarkily respond. Yeah, go ahead, tell, tell, tell Al all about, uh, the news that I missed. Um, so yeah, uh, this was, uh, your Phantom Zone uh, slash After Dark for, uh, for the week, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Jessica Jones, first four episodes, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, look for our future reviews, our regular CW TV reviews that will be out end of the week. So, uh, go to that, and, uh, a horror on Twitter, you know all my plugs. Lost Horror yeah. Podcast with Eric, so, Yeah. Yep, I just I just want to remind you all that Godzilla did not sink the USS Lawton. It was not him. It was framed. <laughs> it was inside job. And uh, that's it. Yeah. And uh, fuck Iron Fist. Yeah, fuck Iron Fist. Fuck that show. Eric, do you want to do plugs? Or... Uh, yeah, just follow me on Twitter at ECR where I review every movie that I watch. I like doing that. And if you've watched any of the movie and disagree with me, just like the tweet. All right. Um, so, yeah, this is uh, your uh, fam zone. And uh, bye. 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 I am Adam Freiber. Goodbye. <laughs>